Welcome back to the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft. Chuck Zada, your host here for this entire draft. And we have now come to the fifth pick in the 2016 draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars getting ready to make their pick here under new leadership from general manager Mike Backhams. Mike, I know that uh, you'd like to introduce us to your staff. Please give our listeners a quick uh, introduction to each of them. All right. Thanks, Chuck. Man, new leadership Mike Backhams. That sounds pretty good. Uh, anyway, uh, so we've got on the line my head coach, Matt McAllister. Go ahead and say hey, Matt. Hey, everybody. <laughs> got uh, offense coordinator, Mike Simmons. Hey, everyone. And defense coordinator, uh, Pat Moody. Hey, guys. All right, cool. Uh, to start, thought it might be best to go over some of the Jaguars' needs going into uh, free agency this offseason and uh, some of the impact that free agency will now have on our game plan going into the draft. Uh, so the 2015 season kind of featured an offense that had some young pieces making big steps and a defense that struggled at least in some aspect at all three levels. Uh, 2016 is looking to be a make-or-break year for uh, all of us in the front office as ownership is now looking for results after three years of rebuilding. Um, so to start off on defense, uh, the defensive front proved to be an uh, effective unit against the run but really struggled finding any consistent pass rush uh, which really hurt our ability to get opposing offenses off the field on third down passing situations. Uh, moving on to second level, featured a solid trio of uh, emerging Kelvin Smith, Paul Pozlozny, and uh, 2015 free agent pickup and Scuda. Proved to be a solid group when they're all healthy, but depth proved to be an issue uh, with all three missing games at some point in the season. Uh, also, overall athleticism of the group could definitely be improved. Uh, in the secondary, free agent Davin House proved to be a valuable uh, asset, uh, added also in uh, 2015 free agency, but youth and experience and overall inefficient or ineffective play uh, proved to be uh, the downfall for the unit as a whole, with House being the only one getting any interceptions uh, and could uh, was definitely needed to be upgraded going to free agency. To talk about how free agency uh, kind of affected the defense so far, I'll turn things over to uh, head coach uh, Matt McAllister and defense coordinator Patrick Moody. Hey, guys. So, like Mike was saying, we've got a ton of holes to fill on the defensive side of the ball. And one of the big issues for our team is the pass rush. It's been an issue for several seasons now and just haven't been able to address it. And so what we've done in the in free agency is we picked up uh, Malik Jackson on a six-year, $90 million contract. That will really help us in the middle of the uh, defensive line there and solidify our run defense with him and uh, Cinderic Marks. It's uh, going to create a good potential for some interior pressure on third downs especially. We really struggled there on third downs last season, ranking 31st in the league, so definitely a, an area of need for our team. And then on the edge, we've always had issues there. Last year we drafted uh, – Fowler out of the uh, University of Florida, but he got injured during that rookie mini camp and didn't see any snaps in the season last year. So looks to be back uh, good and healthy for the 2016 campaign and should have an immediate impact on that starting defense. Uh, lost uh, Chris Clemens. We cut him, and if you haven't seen it, he had an interesting uh, Twitter spat with a local reporter here in Jacksonville and also uh, lost Andre Branch to undrafted free agency, but both of those guys were really ineffective in 2015. 
And so we tried to address that area, the edge rusher, uh, in free agency. Uh, definitely took some shots with uh, Olivier Vernon and Robert Ayers and a couple other guys, but unfortunately weren't able to close the deal. So definitely something that we'll want to address in the draft. Uh, moving back to the linebackers, we had a pretty solid trio of starters there, like Mike said earlier, with uh, Telen Smith out of FSU and Paul Puzlesny and Dan Scuda. Uh, Telvin Smith is really the only building block there since he's got some youth and great upside to him. Uh, Puzlesny in the middle, you can tell that the age is starting to catch up with him, and he seems to be slowing down a little bit. And uh, Dan Scuda, good player, but had to fight through injury for most of last year with a groin injury. Uh, like I said, pretty solid on the run defense. But third and long was definitely an area where we got burned all the time in pass coverage. So uh, another area that we'll look to address in the draft. Uh, and really, after that solid trio of starters, there's no depth there. Um, we lost some guys during the season, uh, scooted with that groin injury, and then we just rotated in some bodies. And, and definitely uh, teams were exploiting us down through the stretch there through the middle of the field. So I'm going to turn it over to uh, defensive coordinator Patrick here to talk about the secondary. Uh, yeah, guys. So if, if I'm in the Jack situation, I'm just, I'm just promoted to a uh, defensive coordinator like uh, Todd Wash. So I'm, I'm really excited to what, what we've got going um, on all phases of defense. Like uh, Matt talked about the defensive line and the linebackers. Um, but to start it off with the secondary, Free safety has been a rough spot for years. Um, we all know that. Um, we're trying to find that free safety to fit the Earl Thomas role in, in this, the Seattle scheme defense that Gus wants to run or, or Mike, um, where we picked up Deshaun Gibson, um, one of the many Brown, uh, Browns players that, that left town. Um, strong safety has been inconsistent with uh, Cyprian. Um, and competition has largely been unproven. Uh, James Sample was uh, his backup last year. He played four games. Uh, I know he was injured uh, at the beginning of the season, I believe, with a broken arm, uh, had some other injuries after that. Uh, the corners, uh, young and inexperienced. Um, House, again, as, as Mike said, was, was the only one in the group to have any interceptions with four. Um, we need to generate turnovers. Uh, that's that's what we need the secondary for. Uh, we might have been dead last to close to last the previous two years in, the, in that department as far as turnovers in that group. Um, we picked up uh, Amukamara on a one-year deal, uh, kind of one of those deals that's going to make him prove it his worth. Um, after that, we you know we don't know what's going to happen with Drain Gratz and uh, Demetrius McRae. Um, I know we want to move Aaron Colvin to the inside uh, where he's more comfortable. Um, and there's also uh, Nick Marshall, um, you know, who's going to happen with, with the Dwayne Gratz and, and Demetrius McRae situation with him as well. Um, but yeah, that's a somewhat up with the secondary group. Um, and I'll hand it back over to, uh, to Matt. Seven minutes remaining. Cool, cool. Uh, well, with the seven-minute warning, uh, I'll go ahead and move it along to offense. Um, hope you don't mind, guys. Uh, significant improvements from the 2014 season to the 15 season. Passing attack led uh, by Bortles, the Allens, Julius Thomas made huge strides. 
the running game, however, definitely an area we need to improve going to the offseason. Uh, lack of consistent push up front by the line, lack of production from guys in the uh, uh, running back group not named TJ Yeldon. Uh, short yardage proved to be an issue for the team. The four straight goal line runs against Buffalo and London still haunts my dreams. Uh, I'll turn it over to offense coordinator Mike Simmons to talk about those issues. Uh, just be aware of the time a little bit, Mike, if you want to go through a little bit quick. Thanks, Mike. I'll be brief here. Um, like Matt said, Mike said, we had um, an issue with the interior push last season from the offensive line. Um, we kind of have a rotating door now at offensive line. We let Dane Beatles go. We cut him. Uh, there was no dead money, so it didn't really affect our cap. We also let Newsy go in free agency. Um, he's still a possibility to resign with us. He could possibly fill our center need again. Um, we're getting Brandon Linder back at right guard. Um, our draft pick from last season, A.J. Can, who we took in the third round, he could possibly be versatile enough to play the guard or the center spot. Um, as far as the running game, we addressed this by signing Chris Ivory from the Jets and free agency. He's a good complimentary back to Yeldon. Um, Tower north-south, short yards back. Um, definitely an upgrade over Denard Robinson and Toby Gerhardt, who we've had on the team in the previous season. All right. Thanks, uh, thanks, Mike, for going over that. Uh, we'll move on to the draft scenarios. And really, we we played these scenarios out, and uh, we're nervous there with the Cowboys at four, but with them picking uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I think uh, one of our top two targets definitely uh, fell to us in the draft, uh, and that would be Miles Jack. Um, as as we talked about going through the, uh, the defensive breakdown, uh, Lack of overall athleticism on the defense. Paul Pozosny getting a little bit long in the tooth. Uh, struggles covering the middle of the field uh, and obvious passing situations. I think uh, year one, year one, maybe he's a, uh, a quality depth player uh, rotating in on passing downs. That nickel combo of uh, Kelvin Smith and Miles Jack. I know that's probably got uh, Patrick smiling as a defense coordinator. I think, uh, I think I'll turn it over to you guys to get your reaction to it. How would you How would you feel about Miles Jack as our pick here, guys? Hey, this is Matt here. So I'm really excited about adding uh, Miles Jack onto our defense. I think, uh, like you said, Mike, it'll be an immediate impact, especially on on third down passing wise. Definitely give us us uh, a lot more athleticism in that middle of the field there, and uh, the ability to, to to cover the the short passes, you know, for first downs. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Pat, do you want to, uh, Patrick, do you want to talk about uh, how Miles Jack might fit into our defense a little bit more? Three minutes if, remaining. If uh, yeah, I'm with, I'm with, I'm with Matt um, as as to what we're doing um, on the defensive side. Um, you know, it's 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 what Gus wants to run with uh, that that again that Seattle scheme that he wants to do. Um, we address the secondary um, through free agency. Let's take up that player that fell to us in the draft uh, in, in Miles Jack. Cool, cool. So moving moving forward past the first round, I mean, this still leaves a hole at the edge, but there are a few situational guys. It's looked to be not the, the best edge class overall, but there are a few situational guys to look at in the second round between uh, uh, Shalik Calhoun of uh, Michigan State, maybe Charles Tapper from uh, uh, Oklahoma, Emmanuel Ogba from uh, Oklahoma State, something like that. But, uh, Mike, any uh, any options that you'd like to see on the offense in the second round or moving forward? 
Yeah, I think we can continue to look at um, some center guard developmental prospects. Um, Mitt Martin, who's from Notre Dame, he was a three-year starter. He has versatility at center and guard. If we wanted to wait until the third round, Josh Barnett, he's a guard out of Stanford. Uh, fourth and fifth round options, possibly a Jack Allen from Michigan State or a Graham Glasgow from Michigan, who we saw at Senior Bowl. Uh, those could be options mm-hmm. for us. So as long as we get a starter along the uh, interior offensive line between free agency and maybe the later rounds of the draft, we can uh, we can get that versatility with Lender and Can to make that work. But uh, I think overall, I'm ready to announce the and with the fifth pick in the 2016 draft, uh, Jaguars are going to take linebacker Miles Jack, UCLA. Miles Jack, the linebacker from UCLA, going off the board fifth to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shane, when you take a look at Jack. Talk to me about what he does well. What does he do poorly at this point? Miles Jack is a running back and a safety uh, combined with a, a linebacker uh, to make one heck of an athlete. Um, he is a space linebacker and a box linebacker all in one. And what that means is he actually lines up a majority of the time, or did I should say at UCLA, uh, as a slot linebacker. He is athletic enough to cover those tight ends, those slot guys, but he also is willing and able uh, to line up in the box and, uh, and go down and thump a lineman trying to get to the second level and then take on uh, the running back to make the tackle. He is as athletic of a guy playing that position as you'll ever find. God doesn't make people like Miles Jack. The only thing uh, standing in his way is there's a couple of things. His inexperience at being a full-time linebacker, he was used so much as sort of a chess piece at UCLA. He doesn't have a very large market share. Uh, and I've referenced before, my friend Jim Coburn uh, does a lot of market share stuff, and Miles Jack didn't test well in that area just because of the lack of production because he was used so differently. The other thing is he's coming off an ACL injury, and we see people recovering quicker and quicker and better and better now, but you always have that in the back of your mind. If it goes once, when will it go again? But if you're just looking at football players in a vacuum, he was built to play football, and Jacksonville's going to love him because they run that Seattle style, that Atlanta style now. Uh, they like fast linebackers that can get out in space and that can get downhill, and Jack's that type of guy. Does he have the uh, potential to uh, also match up? If you see some bigger wide receivers, would he be able to run with them, or is he not quite quick enough to do that? He looks that way on tape. It, it, it'll be interesting to see. There's such a difference in, in college football and NFL speed uh, just because of the nuances involved. And also there's just that alpha male um, uh, type persona. Once you get to the NFL, everybody is good. Um, I think he can. I don't think he'd want to do that exclusively. But if the, if the offense catches them in a mismatch and he has to be lined up on one of those receivers, I think he can do it. Mark, taking a look at Jack from a scheme fit perspective, what do you see in terms of how he fits in with Jacksonville? I think I think he fits in very well. I mean, Jacksonville has got that four three base that they're kind of running. He f- projects really well as an outside linebacker in such a scheme. And what I like about what we talked about his ability to you know run with guys. I mean, there are some. Just, plays that he's made on tape as almost as a slot corner run with receivers on seam routes down the middle of the field and you know making plays on the ball you get caught in a situation where that offense goes up tempo and they've got base you can use him almost as a slot cornerback at times in a 4-2-5 situation when you get those mismatches and he's probably athletic enough to run with some guys in those situations I think it's a great fit it's a great pick for Jacksonville I think he's going to immediately bolster that defense they made an addition they got uh, get, they brought in a new safety over uh, from uh, Gibson from Cleveland now you get Jack as another piece at that second level you get Fowler back this is has, has the makings of a nice young defensive core 
Shane, is there any tape on uh, Jack coming off the edge as an edge rusher? Do we not see a ton of that? I don't think you'll see that. He's not quite the Khalil Mack type that can be very diverse, that Anthony Barr type as well. I think mostly you want to play him as that off-ball linebacker um, in the box or like Mark and I were saying, get him out into space as kind of that slot linebacker. Not that you can't rush the quarterback. It's just that's not where he's going to make his money. I would keep him more off-ball and let him be the athlete that he is. Good stuff. Miles Jack, linebacker from UCLA, off the board at the fifth pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Coming up tomorrow, we're heading to Baltimore. What are the Ravens going to do? Make sure you tune in to the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft to find out.